This is BT Techno, a regular podcast series for financial advisors wanting to remain at the forefront of strategy, regulatory and industry news. Hello and welcome to today's BT Techno podcast. My name is Brian Ashenden and I have the pleasure of leading the BT Technical Services team, a team of experts that are available to answer any technical advice, strategy related queries you may have. Now this podcast will continue to add a new dimension to our usual discussions. And today I'm joined by Tim Howard, one of our technical services team members. I've asked Tim to come along to talk about a pressing issue for many advisors, the continued proposed change to the Bring Forward Contribution Age. I also thought it worthwhile to discuss some of the indexation changes, particularly around contribution caps, due to take effect from the 1st of July 2021. Tim, welcome. Hi Brian, thanks for having me along today. So Tim, can you provide us with an update of where we are in relation to the proposed changes to the Bring Forward Contribution Age? I can start by saying this is certainly one of, if not the most common questions the team continues to receive. The Treasury Laws Amendment More Flexible Superannuation Bill 2020 remains in the Senate following minority party proposed amendments which are yet to be debated. Now importantly, it should be noted that these proposed amendments are not in relation to changing the Bring Forward Age, but are additional proposed added proposals added to the bill uh, around employer contributions, concessional contribution limits, and COVID-19 early access integrity measures. Now the Bring Forward proposal remains as increasing the legislated age from age 65 to age 67 at any time in the financial year of contribution. Uh, the proposed start date of this measure also remains at 1 July 2020. So, Tim, how can an advisor advise a client who's, say, age 66 and turning age 67 uh, and no longer working? The proposed changes may mean this year is their last chance to contribute such an amount. However, by the time it becomes law, it might be too late. Well, if the unexpected delay in the passage of this piece of legislation is anything to go by, it highlights the importance of not providing your clients with any advice outside of what is the law at the time. So for example, someone who is turning age 67 this financial year would, would currently have a non-concessional limit of 100,000. Now, if the rules change as proposed, they would have a non-concessional limit of 300,000 if their total superannuation balance is below 1.4 million as at 30 June of the previous financial year. Now, matters get more complex for this client if they are no longer working, as from age 67, of course, the work test now must be met uh, before certainly certain voluntary contributions, such as a non-concessional contribution can be made. Uh, under the current law, therefore the answer here is $100,000 only. Okay, Tim, but for a number of years, some advisors have employed a double deduction strategy with clients in the month of June, making double the concessional cap as a contribution and then claiming the entire amount as a deduction this financial year, but allocating half the contribution this year and the rest in July. Is that an option here as well? And if so, how would it work? Yeah, it is an option and an option not just restricted to concessional contributions, uh, but it does tend to be restricted to individuals who run their own self-managed super fund. Uh, for example, you have a client who is aged 66, turning 67, uh, let's say on the 25th of June, 2021. They're no longer working and therefore cannot make any additional contributions to superannuation from their 67th birthday, but they do have 200,000 they wanna to contribute to super. Now the bring forward changes have not passed, 
and are not yet available for this client. Uh, so what can we do when their non-concessional cap is only $100,000 for the 2020-21 financial year? In this case, your client could make two separate $100,000 contributions in June 2021 before their birthday to their SMSF. The first $100,000 contribution is allocated this financial year and the second can be held and then allocated within 28 days of the following month, i.e. by June, by the 28th of July 2021. So what do you have now? You've made use of next year's contribution cap. The reason this is possible is the eligibility to contribute is at the time of the contribution, but the allocation to the member's account is what counts for contribution cap purposes. Now, while this strategy is generally only employed by SMSF trustees for a number of practical reasons, I'd certainly say that your clients and your advice would need more reasons than just this to go out and establish an SMSF. Okay, Tim, so here's the million dollar question. What are the chances we'll have certainty by 30 June 2021 uh, or earlier, given the time it can take to organise and then effectively make a contribution to super? Well, parliamentary sitting days in particular for the Senate are the crucial crucial component. Uh, there will be three joint sitting days for both houses on the eve and then the following and then following the 2021 federal budget on the 11th of May. Now after this the Senate does not sit again until the middle and then second last week in June. Uh, this doesn't leave much time, I do agree. Also you also never know what might be in the federal budget in terms of changes which may impact this measure. So sometimes you will see new bills introduced, packaging together and tidying up unfinished business such as this measure. So keep a close eye on things going into the end of this year. Um, another issue that plays into contribution planning, which advisors may be contemplating, is the indexation of contribution caps from the 1st of July 2021. Is this something we're going to see in the new financial year? Well, required indexation thresholds have recently been reached to increase the general concessional cap from $25,000 to $27,500. Now note, this is existing legislation. So unless additional uh, legislation is introduced and passed to freeze or amend uh, this measure, then the general cap will be indexed to $27,500 from 1 July 2021. Now the general non-concessional cap will increase to $110,000 because it's a product of being four times the general concessional cap. So yes, additionally, the non-concessional bring forward will be 330,000 for eligible individuals who trigger a bring forward contribution from 1 July 2021. So certainly a lot to think about here. Now, Tim, we can't really have a contribution discussion without considering the other end of the spectrum, the indexation of the transfer balance cap to $1.7 million. What are the key considerations here? Well, like the indexation of the concessional cap and flow on effects to the non-concessional cap and bring forward, legislation to increase the transfer balance cap to 1.7 million is existing uh, and we have hit the indexation points required for it to increase from 1 July 2021. But importantly, it's not going to be $1.7 million for everyone. Each person will have their own transfer balance cap amount. So firstly, it will remain at the amount of $1.6 for any individual who has previously fully utilised their cap space at any point in time. 
Secondly, an individual who has never made a transfer to retirement phase will benefit from the full indexation to 1.7 million. Now it gets tricky for everyone else. Indexation will only apply to the unused portion of an individual's partially used transfer balance cap. For client, for these clients, their transfer balance cap amount will be a unique one, somewhere between 1.6 and 1.7 million. Right, so we have continued uncertainty around the bring forward provisions, but confirmation in existing legislation of the indexation of contributions caps and the transfer balance cap. Plus, we're fast approaching the 2021 federal budget in May, one that will be our second federal budget in seven months. So Tim, how do advisors approach year-end planning in an environment like this? Well, as always, you really need to rely on the current law at the time you are providing your advice. There's really no benefit in trying to predict outcomes for vari- from variable events. Uh, it's through this kind of level of uncertainty that I'm sure your clients will absolutely be looking for your help coming into the end of this year. Thanks, Tim. Uh, great to have you along today. Now, remember, if you have any technical advice strategy questions, you can call our BT Technical Services team on 1800 655 901 or send the team an email at technical at btfinancialgroup.com. And join us for our fortnightly BT Academy technical webinars where we dive in more depth into various technical and regulatory matters. Our next fortnightly BT Academy technical webinar will be on the 7th of April 2021, where Tim will be back with an SMSF special discussing the various strategies, limits and alternatives to limited recourse borrowing arrangements. To register, head to www.bt.com.au forward slash professional and follow the links to the BT Academy webinar series. You can also view previous webinars and all sessions qualify for CPD points. Until next time, bye for now. BT Tech knows, and now you know. Join us next time to keep ahead of the curve for strategy, regulatory and industry news. This podcast has been developed for financial advisor use only and provides general information only. It does not take into account any particular individual's objectives, financial situations or needs.